0: Welcome to the Greenville Smart Podcast. I'm your host, Elaine McNamara, the Executive Director of the Greenville Chamber of Commerce and the Director of Greenville Smart. With me today is the Executive Director of Greenville Smart, Breck Nelson. Good morning, Elaine. Good morning. And our special guest today is Jess Adam. He is the Tourism Director for the City of Greenville. Welcome, Jess. Thank you very much. It's great to be here. Well, it's great to have you. Uh, We wanted you in here, well, First of all, because you're you. Oh, wow. That's pretty cool. Um, And you're really like, unlike any other guest, maybe any other resident in Greenville. And again, not just because you're you, because that would make (laughs) you different. But um, because um, you've you've held so many different uh, positions or... I, you kind of cover all the demographics. I've
1: done a lot of stuff. I've always been a dreamer and an entrepreneur and a lover of experiences. And so when a new experience kind of pops up for me, so an opportunity to do something, to learn something different. I have a hard time uh, not wanting to dive headfirst into the unknown. And while that's also sometimes incredibly scary and horrible for my bank account, uh <laughs> I, it's afforded me, I think, a unique experience in life, and has given me a perspective to view things in a very different way than most people.
0: Well, you've you've seen this town from all different views. I have. It's, yeah, you've been a, your resident, of course. Right. You went to school at Greenville University?
1: I did. It's kind of family tradition to come to Greenville University. My dad was here and his brothers and sisters, and um, then also my grandparents on my dad's side came to Greenville University.
0: a legacy.
1: Yeah, believe it or not. I say sometimes it's like a blood disease. You can't get rid of it. You have to come to Greenville (laughs) University if you're part of the Adam family heritage.
0: That's how it goes. And then you also worked for Greenville University. I did.
1: I was the executive and artistic director of the Factory Theater and um, had a really wonderful time doing that working. With students and uh, getting to create some cultural experiences uh, here in Greenville,
0: and now you're creating more cultural experiences in Greenville. I am. I'm you trying are. my
1: best anyway.
0: Well, backing up a little bit before we get to that, sure. <laughs> you also had a business in Greenville. I did.
1: Yeah, I, uh, my brother Jeremy and I um, started working on um, what became Adam Brothers Coffee House uh, in 2009 in the fall, um, and then we opened in 2010. And uh, in kind of early spring there, Jeremy was with me, ran it as a team for about nine months, and then he decided it wasn't his dream, and I thought, well, I'd... Uh, yikes, someone's <laughs> got to take this over and make this work. And so uh, that became my own little baby uh, for quite a while, and then a few years ago, I decided it was time to sell that and let someone else have that adventure, and so I could move on to other things, uh, primarily to come work for the college at the theater. And uh, Adam Bros is not the, named the same, but it still exists to this day, and uh, that's kind of exciting that I got to create something that's uh, outliving my attention, I guess. It,
0: that is yeah. exciting. That's you know, it, it's a a little jewel too in our downtown area that uh, not all downtowns have, especially right. in this corner of the world. Right. So it gives Greenville a little something special.
1: It sure does. I think that's it's a. It's a venue for small gatherings and uh, exchanging ideas, all the things that coffee shops are supposed to do. But at the same time, when I was there, we tried to have live music. We did poetry readings. We had authors come in and talk about their books. we had a, a series of evenings called Community Conversations to just let different not-for-profit groups come in and talk. Um, so I think that by being a business owner, um, really anywhere, but especially in Greenville, you have... Uh, an opportunity to create um, experiences for people, but also educational opportunities, really, to where they can learn about their community. Because one of the things I've learned since coming to Greenville in 09 is, coming back to Greenville in 09, is that. Even though this is a smaller community, neighbors don't necessarily know each other and people on this street don't necessarily know someone two blocks over was the founder of Olympic baseball and things like that, that Greenville has so many uh, unique people and unique places here that I'm excited in my new role as tourism director that I get to help share that with the world and um, help create opportunities to get more folks to come into town to visit us and see those jewels and, and to learn those stories.
2: It's exciting for everyone. Just to say, Jess, you realize you helped steer Greenville smart um, initiative some through Adam Brothers. Right. Because um, part of our mandate is to help build rural economy. Mm-hmm. And we were originally going to open a, a coffee shop there, but we didn't want to compete. Right. Uh, so now we've kind of changed direction, bringing another restaurant to town, because Adam Brothers um, does a good job with community and, and people. I've had several meetings there with, sure. with numerous people. And it's a great place to sit and for community. So I'll just yeah. say uh, well done starting that, founding that and and uh, now that it's continuing to go. Oh thanks. Yeah.
1: yeah, I'm 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 really glad that it's still there and it's it's fun going in and seeing the things that are different. It's fun going in and seeing the things that are still the same and still noticing things like, Oh yeah, I really wanted to paint that different <laughs> I never got to that. <laughs>
0: It's like having a child. Right. It you know? absolutely I mean, is. You could start it, you grow it, you know, but uh you can't always it always doesn't end up, you know, in your hands. Right. So, you now it's in someone else's right. hands. And they're making it grow, which is wonderful. Now it's called Creekside Community Brew. You can stop in and see uh Jan and Don there. Right. Um but okay, I wanna get to the tourism director sure. aspect of your life, but I do want to, to uh to touch on a little bit of Your departure from Greenville. You left and you came back.
1: I did. Um, So I I was on city council and I had about 10 months left on my term uh, being a city councilman. And just the timing of it all, the school year had come to an end. We were in summertime. I was still employed with the university doing the theater gig. And um, opportunities came up for me to. Uh, experience something different. And it was another one of those moments where I had a chance to jump at something, and it was hard to say no. And then opportunity was to move into St. Louis, and um, I worked for the Mars company there for a while. But I quickly realized, well, I, I always kind of knew beforehand, I grew up out in the country out in the middle of nowhere, mm-hmm. uh, the nearest Walmart was 30 miles away. And I loved that upbringing. I think it taught me um, how to value people and and the environment, animals, things like that, maybe more than other people would. But um, so I had this opportunity to move to St. Louis and work for Mars. And I thought, you know, I've never really lived in the city. I wonder what that's like. I always said I wouldn't like it, but I don't know that until I try. Let's See what happens. Yeah. This could be awful. Let's. <laughs> <laughs> this, this could be great. Who knows? Let's see what happens. And so I, I jumped to that. Moved to St. Louis. Worked for the Mars Company. And um, if nothing else, the traffic alone was something that made me just go, "Why did I do this? Why did I?" Uh, yeah, this is fun. There's the great benefits of living here. But oh my gosh, I long for the days of Greenville rush hour, which is like four cars on the same road. You know, <laughs> okay. and uh, so. Uh, I wasn't incredibly thrilled with the work I was doing. I didn't think uh, while I was there that I was I was really tapping into the potential of all the things life had taught me, and um, worked with great people there. Just it it wasn't really something that I could see myself doing long term, and um, so I saw that uh, the city council, in my absence, had been talking about hiring a full time tourism director. And so I was like, that's, that's crazy. Surely they're not going to do that. Come on, what's, what's going on? And I followed that story more and more in the, in, in the local news here for Greenville. And, and it became apparent that that was something that the council and the city wanted to do. And I thought, boy, I'd be good at that. I would be so good at that. I wonder if they let me do that job. Um, and so I threw my hat into the ring and I, I had a meeting with city manager and, um, of course, I knew him well from being on council and the same with the finance director and um, economic developer. And so it was uh, it was a good fit. And um, I met with Dave Willie for about three hours one day and we talked about a number of things, but mostly being what I would do if I was tourism director. And I think that I did most of the talking that day. And I. Um, which is unusual for any conversation with Mr. Willie, because that is true. yeah, he that man can talk, um, but I, I gave him a run for his money that day, and um, we had a terrific conversation, and so I, I I left that meeting incredibly hopeful and excited, and um, he talked with the council and they made some preparations, and then I came back to Greenville. Then in March of this year, 2019, and um, so I I'm relieved, excited, and thrilled to be back in Greenville, and uh, I it's. It's a great place. It's so nice to be back with people I consider my friends and family, even. Um, so yeah, I'm I'm great. To, I'm grateful for the opportunity to be here and uh, to work for the city of Greenville and the people.
0: Yeah, it's exciting, and people are excited about you. You hit the ground running when you came in, um, just in marketing for for one. Right. Um, Jess has put out some great marketing pieces out there. You may see them here and there, and there'll be more to come. Right. Um, Events as well. You brought um, back Dairy Days. I did, yeah. And that was exciting. And that's going to just grow and grow, I'm sure.
1: It is, yeah. Our local agro-tourist industry, uh, our local farmers that are, I call them boutique farmers. I'm not sure if there's another name for it that's legit or not, but I call it boutique farming. I like that. Um, and so like the Marcout Jersey Creamery that we have just outside sure. of town, um, they're a place that they don't just make cheese. They want you to come visit and see how they make cheese. Go and meet the cow that gives the milk that oh, makes the cheese that you can eat.
0: They're beautiful cows, And too. it's,
1: yeah, it's so, it's so wonderful. And I had no idea. <laughs> From my experiences out there, I had no idea cows were so playful, and they're out there kicking a ball back and forth and, and playing with each Run other. Other
0: bases, they get massages. It's it's incredible. <laughs> it's, I want to be a Jersey cow at Marcoot, but maybe in my next in a, life. Yeah, in
1: another life. But they, there's, they're such a unique place. They last year they had uh, over thirty thousand people came through their doors on tours. That's a, a remarkable number for a town of our size of people coming in. Um, So a big part of my job is to um, work with those tour groups and tour companies and try to get them to visit some of our other places to stay in town longer, hopefully even overnight. Um, And uh, the same boutique kind of farming thing with the milk house, with the Turley family and their bottling facility. They want people to go in and and see the process and uh, go out to the farm, meet the cows. And then buy some chocolate milk and take home with you. That's oh, so good. Yeah, it's such a unique experience. Um, I think that we can develop that further here in Greenville and um, really be the home of something that's kind of agro special in oh, that way.
0: I think so. I like that term, agro special. That's pretty cool. I
1: just made it up. So <laughs> Thank I'm, you. I'm very grateful for There you go Landa. again.
0: Oh, he's innovative. Um, talk to us about <laughs> something else you're bringing back, which I'm excited yeah. about too. There were whispers of it. I started just a few months before you, and we, there were whispers of it. Hey, could this happen again? People really wanting this event to come back. Sure. You took it, and you made it happen this year. Tell us about what's going on.
1: I know. I think I'm crazy.
0: Well, It's a that's, lot. <laughs> it's debatable. That's, uh, no, I don't think there's a question. Um, <laughs> that's what I was going to say. But in a good way, yeah. and, and, and we're making it work for Greenville because Absolutely. you're bringing back the art walk.
1: Yeah, I I am so excited. This is an event that Greenville's really loved. The community here has loved it so much. Um, it died off in 2012 just due to some lack of leadership. And um, it was always such a successful event, but as everybody knows, getting volunteers and people finding the time to put things like that together is, is a difficult task. Um, but fortunately, it's my full-time job to do things like that. Go. And so uh, I had a meeting with some folks from the University of Illinois Extension talking about our creative community here in Greenville and what we could do to develop that further and provide new opportunities um, as, as a joint effort. And uh, that led into a meeting with some community folks, and at that meeting, it was really apparent that we do have a strong, creative community in Greenville, and that's something that wasn't really on display yet. It had been with the art walk, but it had been a number of years since that had occurred. So it became apparent to me that uh, despite um, my better judgment and my my (laughs) everything else, that it was something that we had to do, and uh, sacrifices needed to be made so we could bring it back. And so that's, we're in the planning stages of that now, getting it together, and um, it's going to be October 4th and 5th in downtown Greenville. The 4th is a Friday, so i will be in the evening. Uh, there'll be live music there and lots of food and drink and vendors, things to see, uh, student art show, uh, the college art building, um, sorry, university art building, we'll have a show there as well. Um, and then the events will continue the next day on the 5th on Saturday morning uh, from 10 to 2. And that is more music, more vendors. There's going to be uh, – that's actually uh, – that day is Apple Day in Greenville. Uh, October is Apple Month, and we are the proud home of uh, one orchard called Doll's Orchard. So they'll be there um, selling some of their uh, apple stuff. Mm-hmm. And uh, we'll have an apple baking competition, and uh, there's going to be lots of, um, lots of things for people to get involved in, interactive activities, uh, really just a fun – fun thing to do on a fall weekend, come hang out in Greenville, um, taking the beautiful colors. We are a tree city USA, one of only 1400 in the country. Mm -hmm. Um, and so we basically, if you're, if you're driving into Greenville, I just noticed this the other day as I was coming up from Hillsboro. It's, uh, there's all these big wide open fields and then there's this forest and in that forest is Greenville That's true. and it's so beautiful and if, if, if listeners have never been to Greenville in the fall you must it's one of the most beautiful times to visit us um, and uh, just just driving through town you get to see so many different colors and it's, it's just gorgeous and then take a little trip out in the country and our surrounding communities and you'll be blown away
0: yeah we do really do have a beautiful location for our town and we do and we've got patriots park we've got uh governor bond lake mm-hmm. out there mm-hmm. uh, it's just beautiful to drive around people could come out here for the events like art walk right and everything else we're having in october october is full of events in it's greenville it's gonna be month. crazy we've got art Walk and uh, harvest festival as as you've uh, it's been branded. Yeah, Art
1: Walk, Apple Day, Harvest Festival. whatever you want to call it. They're all becoming one thing. Yes, which is
0: fantastic because then people could spend a whole weekend. Right. And then uh, later in the month we've got the the University Homecoming events coming up and then we'll of course have our Trunk or Treat at the end of the month which will be another fun event. So uh, fall is really, is going to be something special and thanks to you bringing this Art Walk back, it's really going to be, it's going to have a great kickoff to our our season here yeah. in town. I so.
2: think so. Uh, um, oh, Just have a question. So, sure. as you bring in all these opportunities for tourism and, and events, what uh, speaking to your entrepreneurial side, right? What do you see that as this? As you look at Greenville community for the entrepreneurial, what opportunities are there or needs that you see that aren't, aren't met yet? Um,
1: in terms of business, in
2: ter- business or someone with an entrepreneurial spirit or mind. Gotcha. That they would, yes.
1: I think there's, there's lots of opportunities in Greenville for entrepreneurial people to, um, jump in and, and see what they can create. Um, I found the environment here to be really welcoming for new things and new businesses. People here, um, we very supportive. Um, obviously every business has some lean times and lean, you know, maybe even lean months or whatever, but, um, Greenville is hungry for new business, new places to shop, new places to eat, new mm-hmm. places to drink, um, and really just about anything. And, and the more I've talked to different tour groups, folks are outside that are thinking about taking trips um, and, and are wanting to spend their money on something. They want an experience more than they Easy. want a product. Um, so that's something that, like, Greenville has. Uh, you can go out to our municipal airport, and there's skydiving offered um, and it takes a while because you have to do some training, and then you get to jump out of a perfectly good airplane. But um, so I think that that experience category is something that I think entrepreneurs could really start to dream around of how how that works. Um, we've got a couple of uh, really really nice Airbnbs out at our lake, and the biggest question that that Airbnb owner gets most frequently is what what's there to do in Greenville what what kind of experiences these people are wanting a weekend of mm-hmm. something um so agritourism can be one of those things but I think with Greenville's unique charming downtown there's still a yearn and love of the small mom and pop shop mm-hmm. um and with the college's proximity to us, I think there's opportunity for folks to think about what college students need, um, what they want. Really, when we opened Adambroath, we kept thinking like, what does what does the university and the community need in their downtown space? And um, of all things, we thought, well, they just need a place to kind of hang out. So, what can we? What kind of business can we have that's going to let people hang out? What what really kind of fits that model? And Coffee House was it. And when we first opened, we also had part of our store was a music supply store. We thought, surely music students need drumsticks and guitar strings. Well, you can make a little bit of money off of drumsticks, but it takes an awful lot of them to be able to pay (laughs) the rent. Um, so I really think this this is a great place for dreamers they can they can come here and and uh, try something out and with the smart buildings creation, they can get the support that they need. they can get advice um, that I was going blind on that i I wonder what differences might have impacted my business had I had that as a resource available and um so really I think if there's an entrepreneur out there that cares about people wanting them to have that, that experience, but at the same time have a loving, positive, not just a transaction of money for good or service, but an experience of, of sharing uh, themselves with each other, I think, is something that really fits in here well. We're, we're a close-knit community, and our town slogan, which I kind of hate, is arms wide open, but I think there's some truth in that, is that we're, we're willing to embrace uh, – Change, uniqueness, uh, diversity, and new things. We're we're here waiting to see what might come up, and so I'm happy to try to be one of those people that's out there chasing and trying to bring those things to us.
0: That's very exciting. That's true. Yeah. I don't think I could have said it better. How about you, Brett? Uh, no, that,
2: uh, <laughs> I'm excited. I want to go find something to do now. I uh, know. I
0: want to start another business. Well,
1: yeah. so my new book, Finding You in You, <laughs> comes out on Tutendo. Uh,
0: <laughs> that was wonderful. Yeah, um, yeah you've. Yeah, I I think that um, your whole story to me, uh, I we I specifically wanted you here today, um, not just for what you just said, which is perfect, uh, the message that you bring to uh, the younger people in this town and at the university, um, trying new things, being creative, uh, not being afraid to uh, take a chance and start a business, and the whole um, um adventure you've had of growing up, and living in a small town, going to the city, and coming back because. You don't, in today's world, you don't have to live in the big city to make a mark on the world.
1: Oh, no, I think it's easier to make your mark in small communities. I think so too. Every and time.
0: Grow and grow from there. Right. Um, so I think a lot of uh, some of our younger listeners, um, they might not know it now, right. <laughs> but eventually they'll. Um, you know, if they go away, which is fine. Everybody has to take a chance like you did because you didn't know. You wanted right. to see what was out there. Yeah, I
1: want to see what it was like. What, I, what in the world was, you know, living exactly. with so many people around you and all that stuff. And I, I, I experienced it, and that was enough. That was it. Yeah. And I've
0: heard th- that similar story from other uh, people that have grown up here, went to St. Louis, came back. And uh because, well, you, mm. you feel more at home right. in a town that— embraces you right rather than a town that doesn't even know who you are
1: exactly yeah
0: so. well i want to thank you for joining us today my it's pleasure been fun. you're going to come back i'm warning you now Agreed. okay yep. great <laughs> and i want to thank you for listening to the greenville smart podcast the greenville smart podcast is brought to you today by the city of greenville the greenville chamber of commerce and greenville university hopefully you'll tune in next week where our guest Again, hopefully, Dr. Ivan Philby, president of Greenville University, will be joining us. Thank you and have a wonderful day.